The other thing is, is that, you know, Tom Jones down the block, who's always a crotchety old man who never really likes to talk to anybody. That's the one time a year that if somebody drove past him and said, hey, Merry Christmas, he might actually say, hey, Merry Christmas back. And actually, he'll actually help you to sell your house, too. They'll be like, wow, what a wonderful neighborhood. Everybody's so friendly. Hey there, fellow realtors. What is the number one question on every realtor's mind, yet they'll never, ever share it out loud? Where is my next deal coming from? This question literally consumes the minds of most realtors, draining their energy, limiting their self-confidence, limiting their ability to succeed. It's time we flip the script. Ask yourself a new question. How do I build a trackable, duplicatable, repeatable, profitable, and even scalable real estate business without buying expensive leads, without paying exorbitant fees, or even discounting our commissions on listings that won't even sell? At the 10X Real Estate Warrior Nation podcast, we'll answer all these questions and so much more. My name is Sean Chalice, and I'll be your host. Hey there, 10X Real Estate Warriors. How are you today, man? So we're getting close to the end of the year. It's uh, December 3rd on my book, and um, we're recording this. And, you know, after this afternoon, I actually had a couple of uh, conversations with several people that we spend time with and uh, prospect with and lead generation with, if you will. And, you know, and I, I always talk about at this time of year how my business personally from November 30th till about April 15th goes through the roof. And I think that's, you know, due to a couple of things. Is One is um, I worked in Hudson County for years. And in Hudson County, the average person there is about 38 years old. They're working on a bonus um, in most cases because they couldn't afford to live there unless they were making over 100, 150000 a year. Um, and those particular buyers and sellers, um, you know, those people are working where the vast majority of their income comes in at the end of the year, which is in, at the end of November, December, and January, February, March, and April. If you happen to work in Wall Street, you usually know what that number is by November. If you work in advertising or something along that lines, you may not see your bonus until the next physical year in April. Um, but in most cases, you know, the, those people know what those numbers are, and they're shopping for a house at the end of the year. And in some cases, you know, a lot of people get large, large payouts for businesses or they get a payout for their tax return or something like that. Um, so, you know, and, and I think it was around 2005, we were actually in the New York Times on one of the cover sections of the, uh, of the paper. And they, you know, and the, the, it was titled, it is the season to sell. Uh, some say yes, some say no. And here's the, re the 11 reasons why we say you should buy during the holidays or sell during the holidays. Um, you know, and mostly on the sales side, because people usually question, do I really want to have my house out there? Well, first of all, you know, it, it's, you know, people are looking to buy homes during the holidays. They're more serious. Uh, the people that are out there, they're not just kicking around. They're actually looking to buy a home. Uh, you know, serious buyers have fewer houses to choose from during the holidays, and there's less competition, um, which means that there's more money for you. Most of the realtors go to sleep at that time of year because they feel as though there's nobody out there. Uh, to help them. So you end up scooping up a lot of customers that normally would have been working with somebody else. Also, the supply chain. The supply of listings will dramatically increase in January. That means that there will be less demand for those particular homes. So if you have a house that's kind of older or needs some, needs some work or something like that, there's going to be less competition for it toward the end of the year going into January versus after January and even in March when people bring in their new inventory into the marketplace. So between January, inventories start to go up about 10%, February another 5%, and then March and April, inventory will go up anywhere between 20 to 50% of the existing inventory that's in the market already. So when you start looking at those numbers, who else is actually looking at, you know, why else would you want to, 
you know, sell your house during the holidays. Well, it's the one time a year that your house is actually decorated and everybody on the street is decorated for you to sell. The other thing is, is that, you know, Tom Jones down the block, who's always a crotchety old man who never really likes to talk to anybody. That's the one time a year that if somebody drove past him and said, hey, Merry Christmas, he might actually say, hey, Merry Christmas back. And actually, he'll actually help you to sell your house, too. They'll be like, wow, what a wonderful neighborhood. Everybody's so friendly. Um, so what else? Buyers are more emotional during the holidays. Uh, they're actually more likely to pay a higher price because they just want to get it over with and get in by the end of the year. So why else? Buyers have more time to look during the holidays. They have more time off. And especially those buyers that are trying to transition from another state. Instead of telling their boss, hey, I'm quitting my job at the end of the year. I'm waiting to get my bonus. And um, instead of telling you I'm waiting to get my bonus, I'm going to tell you I'm going to my mom's house to go, you know, for the holidays. When they're really coming in to, you know, to a different area to go interview for a job in addition to go see their family. And they're looking for a new home. So there's a lot of people out there that are changing jobs, changing areas of where they live at the end of the year. And they may not be telling their boss, but there is plenty of those people out there. There's a lot of tax reasons why people will do it. In some cases, people have to be in by the end of the year for tax reasons. Um, January is traditionally a month when employees in new jobs. They're getting transferred. They can't, you know, they can't wait until spring. Um, that's another reason why. Uh, also, too, you can actually still be on the market, but have the opportunity to restrict the showings on your home during the five or seven days between Christmas and New Year's. So if there's days that you don't, you you know that you don't want people in your house because your family or your kids are going to be visiting, we could just put a limited showing time on it, and on those days we'll just limit your showings. But on other days, it's all it's all bets are off. You can come in and show that house, and especially when the house is decorated for sale. I want to point out too is. You know, people always ask me, well, what about if I decorate for Christmas and people come in are Jewish and they look at the house and I don't have a, I don't have a menorah? Well, ironically enough, a lot of areas are socially, demographically, and religiously people travel in groups. And, you know, there's going to be, there's going to be a group of people that are one sect, group of people that are other sect, but nobody's going to fault you. I mean, it's one thing if you're decorating, you're putting stuff out there that's like, you know, hate mail or, uh, you know, I don't know, big like uh, skull and crossbones on your front lawn. Maybe that's a little bit different. But if you're decorating for your holiday and whether whatever that holiday is, as long as it's done tastefully, it actually will spruce your house up and it'll take the it'll take their eyes um, to be less critical about the house. Also, they'll be looking more about the neighborhood as opposed to the critical pieces of the house. So, um, we, and we can also sell your house for more money. Uh, see, because we can provide a delayed closing and, and go into the next year. But what's interesting is when there's a limited amount of inventory on the market, you know, I always use the Cabbage Patch Kids as an example, because when I was a kid, they had the Cabbage Patch Kids out there. And it was a little bit after my era, but people, I, I knew guys that were trying to buy them for their kids. And they were willing to pay 10 times what a Cabbage Patch, was, cabbage patch doll was really worth. And that's because there was just no inventory of it. There was no more left. Everybody wanted one. You couldn't get one, so you paid up for it. So right now, we have 25% of the normal inventory that we have normally at this time of year. And that's even going to go down even more because of the holidays. So that means that at any given time during the holidays this year, we're going to have probably 10 to 20% of the inventory that we normally have during that time of year. I'll say that again. We're going to be down to probably 10 or 20% of the inventory that's normally in the market at that time of year. So if you're in one of those situations where you have to buy a home and you're dragging your kids out and it's four degrees out and you got your mother-in-law in the backseat of the car, you're not out there because you want to go tire kicking. You're out there because you got to buy a house.
And what's funny is you're going to be willing to pay whatever that number is in order to get in the house. And in some cases, your company's going to help you pay for it. So there is buyers out there. Lastly, you may have the opportunity to be non-contingent a buyer by the spring. So when more houses are on the market for less money, this will allow you to sell your house at a high price and buy at a low price. So what do I mean by that is, in some cases, if somebody's house is really, really, really desirable, we're going to put that house on the market in January and sell it contingent to them moving out, let's say for argument's sake, in July when their kids get out of school. And is somebody going to be willing to wait six to seven months? Yeah, in some cases they are because they're figuring that my kid is four years old and I want to put them in the school system when they become five. And the school system doesn't start, start until September. So in some cases, those buyers are going to be willing to buy your house in January and capture the interest rates and let you just stay in the house or rent it back from them for a period of time until it's time for you to move and your kid gets out of school and their kid wants to start school. So why, are, why is this such a big concept for people to get their arms around? That's because, you know, our industry is conditioned to where the average person in our industry is anywhere between 55 and 60 years old, predominantly female in, the, in our industry, which means that they're mothers and grandmothers. So what happens when you're calling them and you're saying, hey, I want to put my house back on them. I want to, you know, I'm thinking about taking my house out of the market. They're like, wow, that's a great idea. You know, nobody looks at homes during the holidays. I mean, uh, you know, and really what they should be saying is, you know, my kids are visiting, my grandkids are visiting, I really don't want to be answering the phone about your property, so why don't we take it out of the holiday? And even though that realtor may or may not know, your house is far more valuable during the holiday when there's less inventory in the marketplace and there's super high demand. So that's today's bit for today. Why sell your home during the holidays? Because people want to buy it and there's less inventory in the market. Less inventory, high demand, stands to reason your house is worth more. By the way, if you're a buyer in this market, in many cases, the people marketing a home at this time of year have to sell in reverse. It's a great opportunity. I just got a rate from U.S. Bank. Jimmy Chu over at U.S. Bank is a big shout out to him. He's one of our uh, vendors and one of our mortgage reps. Been using him for 25 years. He's probably closed over 500 transactions for my customers and I, my own, my own personal family. You know, I was quoted a rate at um, three and a quarter percent or three and an eighth for a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage on a jumbo loan, which is actually, I mean, it's amazing to me that you can get a rate at 3% right now. So listen, if you're thinking about buying, selling, investing, check us out. Check out our podcast. Also, if you're a professional realtor and you want to find out how to become a 10x real estate warrior, don't worry. We got it coming. The summit for 2021 is coming on January 26th, 27th, and 28th. I am so excited to have you guys take part in that. We're going to have 30 to 40 of the industry's best of the best people that are going to actually tell you exactly what they do behind the scenes in order to get buyers and sellers to buy houses and sell houses. So if you want to become one of the exclusive 1% and you want to become a 10x real estate warrior in your neighborhood and become the local expert, make sure you take part in our summit. It's free, actually. Again, I'm going to say that for, for again. It's free. So in the meantime, you can go to 10X Real Estate Warrior Nation and check us out on, on, our, um, on our Facebook group. I look forward to seeing you on the other side. If I don't chat with you, have a great holiday. Thanks for listening to 10X Real Estate Warrior Nation with Sean Chalice. Tune in daily for new updates and join the 10X Real Estate Warrior Nation Facebook group. Search Facebook for 10X Real Estate Warrior Nation. You can download your free 10X Personal Success Formula Blueprint at 
10xpsf.com. That's the number 10xpsf.com. We'll talk to you soon on 10X Real Estate Warrior Nation.